Welcome to the Minivate Gang Podcast, episode 382. I'm Steve Holy Borsch. Holy crap, 382. I'm on with Tim Elliott. Is it really November? Oh and my the God. very interrupting Phil Wilson. Is it really 382? It is. Good God. I know. It's a lovely thing. I know. And you've been on most of them, Phil. I know. I know. So have you, Tim? Well, a few of them. Yeah. yeah. A few. So just a few. We interrupted Steve, so... Well, you interrupted me because uh, uh, the first story we're going to talk about is a technology story, but it's also one that... What? Now, why my, would we do that here? It's, it, one, my wife and I, on Tuesday morning, uh, wanted to drive over to the governor's mansion and see if we could leap the fence to go throttle Mark Dayton. <laughs> wow. God almighty. Minsure, that, so, that, so that good, huh? Minsure was off to a bit of a rough start. Well, so we were... <laughs> We were so smart because we created our we created our uh, account the night before, and then sure. we answered some questions because it wasn't a very intuitive interface. Well, it turns out that we had actually applied. So what the night before? Oh, the, the night, night before. before. <laughs> yeah, it, it was for 2016 healthcare. It's like no, 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 no. no so no, no. we had to get on the phone, and uh, between the two of us. Uh, on different lines, we were on hold for about four hours before we were able to connect with an actual human being. And so you're one of those robocallers. Ro- one of the robocaller uh, people that got nailed. Yeah, the robocallers, apparently, they generated over 10,000 robocalls to the venture lines. It, that was just to make them look bad, apparently? or I'm, Well, yeah, unless you catch the people, you can't find out the motivation. But doesn't that seem a little obvious? Wow. Yeah, so, I, I I really didn't believe the robocaller story, but whatever. Well, first, first Mincher put out something about it was a DDoS attack, you know, a, den- right. a denial of service. And it's like, no. Those but darn you, Russians. But then they said that they signed up 10, 000, over 10,000 people in two days. Right. I put in that and, uh, Pioneer Press story that that's sort of uh, an update on it from yesterday. And it looks like things are sort of to, back to normal. Yeah, and operating. So, how how long do you have to get your, uh, you know, your your elections made? Isn't it a couple of weeks or a month or what is it? Well, uh, you, 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 you do until the end weeks. of the. Yeah. Oh, okay. But but here's the kicker. The kicker is is that's the the particular plan that we wanted from Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, they have a limited number of them. They don't oh. say how many. But because our our the, our uh, premiums went up so dramatically, they also cut out providers and they, you know made some other cuts. Um, we wanted to make sure that we could get the one we wanted, so that was really the imperative. And hmm. um, you know it's it's tough when you're one of the two hundred and fifty thousand people in the in the state that um, need to get health care and you, you have to buy your own. Yep. So, yep. Tough stuff. Oh, well, well. There are things to be addressed, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what amazes <laughs> me is if, if this were Best Buy or Amazon. Then, it'd, still, uh, it'd still be broken. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they've got an Oracle back be, in. It, it would be broken at a much higher level. Yeah. But they've got, a, they've got an Oracle back in because I got some error messages every once in a while. And I just think, you know what? Can't you, like, knock on their door and ask them how to scale? 
Well, you know, not not to defend them, but, uh, you know, I think this is a pretty hairy uh, integrations job because they've got all these insurers that have presumably different systems. And And they change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, They've got all sorts of regulations they've got to follow. I mean, the the thing has got to be this, the hornet's nest. I know. I know. Yeah. It's a mess. But besides, yeah, you know, you and Michelle just don't do enough things together anyway. So you might as well spend time in front of the computer together. Well, we don't. We had a very spirited conversation about how great it would be to be a dictator. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's how Trump Uh, got started. Yeah, Yeah, but just stand up and go, hey, this is how it's going to be. Insurance companies, you're going to you're going to be able to go to ever all 50 states and uh, (laughs) consumers. Oh, by the way, you're going to have to buy your own stuff now so you can start pressuring people when you have to pay $200 for a prescription that used to cost $20 for about 30 years. God. Uh, well, anyway. listen, all right. Uh, listen, we know that's an issue, but you know, something that's going to make things easier for you is the new Metro Transit app. Now, I oh, use, yeah. Have I you used, used it? No, I haven't used this okay. one. I use another Metro Tracker app that I use for, for you know, when I'm taking the bus and trying to find my way around the city. Uh, so I haven't had a chance to use this one, but this would this will be great if you actually can pay for this. We'll we'll see what happens when I get on the bus with this first time around. But well, I thought yeah. it, I thought it looked really cool because, yeah. um, I mean, just to be able to just whip out your phone and pay. I mean, it's just it's yeah, so great. Exactly. I'd like to be able to do that at parking meters around the city. Well, you can on some of them. On some of them. Some of them, not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah. Right. Many of them. Yes, it's true. So who it did is. this? Who do who did this app? By the way, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, the same people that did the one in L.A. I think. Yeah, it's a national company. I don't believe okay. it's local. So. Well, yeah, I was trying to find out whose 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 app it was, but uh, yep. Well, so. you have to go to so, the, the Play Store and see who the developer is. Right. So, and as or, far as I can tell, so. as far as I can tell, there's no charge for using this app. Um, well, it's probably the credit card charge two and a half for three percent. Well, I don't yeah. even pay that. We'll have to. I'll have to find out again. I haven't logged into it yet, but I definitely will. It, it, it's hooked to your PayPal account, apparently. Or yeah, I think uh, you can do it a much. I think you can do it a bunch of different ways. PayPal uh, okay. see, cards and things like that. So. Speaking of which, um, even though even though a lot of people aren't fans of PayPal, and I have my own reservations, but they just launched something called PayPal.me. Yeah, they did that several months ago. Yeah, and uh, well, I should say maybe they just came after me and and I, and I set it up and I had somebody send me a payment and it worked yeah. great. There you go. So PayPal.me slash Steve Borsch if you want to send me money. <laughs> uh, thought I'd throw that out there for anyone that cares. <laughs> you know, it is it's coming up on the gift giving season. So yes, it is. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. There you go. So Thank now you. we're Thank a, you, we're Phil. a donation uh, podcast now. That's right. We're looking for patrons. That's right. That's exactly right. It's, there you uh, go. We can have our own pledge week. It'll be great. Viking River Cruises <laughs> sponsoring the Minivay Gang podcast. Oh, there oh, we go. I wish. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Julio had some good stories this week. He did. He did. And one of them was about our pals at Jamf Software. Yep. And um, this is a, you know, for those that don't know who Jamf is, J-A-M-F, they're a Minneapolis-based company that um, started life as a Mac management uh, organization for IT and primarily education was their biggest market. Well, now their enterprise class business has exploded, none the least of which is because of our, our pals at IBM, you know, have just embraced the Mac and it's really taken off there. And um, 
he did that one article uh, uh, was really about Jamf and their, how they're becoming a major player. But what was the other article that he did? I forgot. Uh, he just, did one about the f- the founder about yeah, Pearson, yeah. Pearson, yeah, and yeah, yeah, redoing his house and sticking around. Got it, got it. Yep. Yeah, Chip's a nice guy. Well, you know what? The, one of the uh, when I was a VP over at Lawson, uh, one of the EVPs was Dean Hager, who went on to be CEO of uh, Kroll on Track here in Eden Prairie, as a matter of fact, and he's the CEO now of of Jamf, and um, also a triathlete, by the way. Guy's disgustingly fit, but, uh, <laughs> but that, that certainly gives him the energy to go and make it happen at uh, at Jamf. So he's that, disgustingly fit. <laughs> well, I don't mind people that are fit, but I mean, you know, somebody was like, "Hey, I got nothing better to do, so let's run up the side of that mountain." You know, just because, just because it's there. So not no, I don't know if he runs up sides of mountains, but anyway. <laughs> Um, you you were probably all over this article, Phil, about uh, the Twin Cities needing more girls who code because of actually, their involvement. Uh, yeah, I was actually at this presentation. It was a oh, you uh, were. Uh, it was a Chief Minneapolis presentation, yeah. and uh, she was great. Uh, you know, but I got I got to tell you, uh, um, when I say she was great, the uh, the um, woman that uh, that uh, did the presentation, who uh, Reshma. Sao Jani is uh, the the founder of Girls Who Code. Uh, she did a great presentation, but I got to tell you the the person, the woman that was most <laughs> impressive was this uh, Nala or Nala Abdullah. Um, she uh, just an insanely intelligent young woman, uh, high school student, and you know she's she, it was just great. So um, uh, it was a, it was a good event. Uh, they raised a bunch of money for achieve Minneapolis, which helps to get sort of uh, additional classes for, for those less served, um, in, you know, in, into the school system. So uh, and, what, what, and what did great the, presentation and what did the young woman, Nayla, what did she present on? Uh, she basically talked about herself and how she's involved in, in achieve Minneapolis Got programs it. and things like that. So um, very impressive. She will easily go a long way. So. Is she going to? Uh, does she she talk about what her her goals are or what her vision is for her career? I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, computer going, science. Going yeah, going to college is, yeah. is right on the you know on the cusp of what she wants to do, and she'll she'll do whatever she wants. I think so. Oh, Very great. impressive young lady. A lot of money raised, and it was a it was a good time. And you know, you got to have uh, chicken pot pie. Well, there you go. How how bad can that be, right? (laughs) You know what? Now we know what Phil's motivation is, Tim, (laughs) going to all these events. I got to tell you, usually you get chicken or fish, right? So this was chicken in a pot pie. It was very Minnesotan. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a great presentation, and uh, I put this in. I got you know, sports engine. They're buying crap again. By the way, I don't know if you noticed that. So, well, so not only that, to buy stuff. Well, I should yeah. have asked Justin Koffenberg about this because I, I. Where'd you uh, see Justin? Well, I, so in the last week and a half, I've received eight Skype messages. Because remember, I've got in my contact list, because we used to use Skype all the time for the podcast, I've got all these people in the startup world um, that have started companies here in my contact list. Well, he was one of the eight in the last week and a half where I got the Baidu.com, you know, that that, uh, um, search engine in China, uh, a spam, it's a malware link, actually, and it ends in my my, uh, Skype username. 
And so I've been reaching out to people, telling them, hey, by the way, go change your password because <laughs> I, I don't want to block you. But, uh, you know, and I've had a couple of family members. And so I just did a screenshot and sent them a note and said, hey, oh, by the way, this went out to all your contacts, whoever they are in Skype. So you might want to change your uh, your password. And he was very appreciative. Uh, but I should have asked him about this article and about, you know, their their uh, acquisition streak because they're really on a roll. They are. Yeah, they so are. What, what, this is this is a uh, but this is this is a little bit different. This is actually tack, uh, tracking teen, uh, you know, uh, health. player health. So um, if you're familiar with the sports engine uh, uh, software and site that they're using, there is, uh, you know, a lot of, of stats and, you know, tracking of athletes. So this now uh, tracks, uh, tra uh, tracks the health of the athlete as well. You know, in, in five, 10 years, uh, you know, the coaches in college and pro levels will have these, you know, the, the stats, all the stats and all the injuries and everything for players that go back, you know, all the way through their, uh, you know, high school and uh, junior high and all that. I think that'd be great information. Yeah, but you know, you think about it though. Kid, do you think it will limit some of these kids that are that are you know counting on yep. you know, not only getting to college on a, some sort of athletic scholarship, but also um, getting into the pros? I mean, if they if they see a history of, of health issues, yeah, no, it will it'll yeah. it'll definitely impact that. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you think so, or do you think that um, um, this will be a a good thing? You know, I mean. I, what I would love, in fact, Michelle had talked about this because Alex played hockey. She said, I would love to have had sensors in his helmet because of all the head injury things going on right now and um, and be able to feed uh, an app uh, to be able to track, you know, the, 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 the amount of pressure caused by a specific check. Or if you're in playing football, you go smash into somebody. I mean, they have a sensor that gives you some sort of an indication of, you know, maybe they got a little minor concussion. Um, and so that, I think more about that, uh -huh. uh, you know, that, that, uh, if that kind of sensor data, um, starts to go into a, an app for sports, you know, somebody may look at somebody and go, you know, this, this kid had like 19 head injuries. Uh, I don't think we want to invest in them. Um, so who knows? Hmm. Anyway, well, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out. Uh, you know, the more the more the information, the better for your own personal health. But if as you look at what happens, like, for example, in the NFL and the NBA and how players are now coming back and suing those organizations, right, right. Um, you know, if there's an impact of saying and there's there's a record of saying, hey, listen, you know, you knew since uh, since this kid's high school career. You know, he's he's had a history of concussions or whatever, yet you still signed him and played him. So uh, I don't know. It might be interesting to see how that all pans out. It all comes down to the money, you know. Yeah. Okay. It does. So anyway. Money, oh, nice segue. CenturyLink, they forked over, what, 25 billion bucks? Yeah. For level three. Right. Yeah. And, and This why, is a big deal. Well, why would they buy a backbone provider other than the fact that it gets them in the game in a different way? Uh, fiber optic, uh, I guess. So fiber to the home, which they're trying to deploy here and yeah. elsewhere. So I guess it lowers their cost. Uh, their backhauling fees between their 
different cities would be a lot lower if they own the backbone themselves. Right. right, right, right. So I guess there's some synergies and economies of scale. Plus it, it diversifies their business. So they're not just selling, you know, phone service and, and internet service to, to residents and business. I mean, I'm, I've got to imagine that their phone businesses is cratering. So as yeah. you know, at the same time, their internet business goes up. Well, they so probably the, don't have enough uh, 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 revenue generation to be able to pay for fiber to the home. So they can't really play there unless they have more capital. Um, so, yeah. Well, and then, and then if they're level three, if they've got a backbone or they're going to be level three as well, they got a backbone, they're going to be able to play in the video hauling space in a big mm-hmm. way. So they'll be able to deliver more over fiber once they get moving in that direction. So um, say, speaking of which, Yes. Out of the blue today, I got an email from Dave Nyberg, who's uh, in, um, he's responsible for external affairs at Comcast and was uh, just giving me a heads up on how Comcast and Netflix today announced the availability of Netflix service on uh, all these X1 devices, you know, the set top boxes. And, yep. um, that's so another I, Julio story from today, which I'm dropping into the notes as, as we Oh, said. great. Good. Great. Well, and I told him, well, that doesn't, that's not really germane to specifically to uh, Minovate listeners or our audience. And I asked him instead, um, you know, can you keep me in the loop on gigabit pro and gigabit internet rollouts as those occur? And he said, absolutely. And he said, gigabit pro, it's, it's a two gigabit per second service that's, delivered to customers via fiber to the home. And here's what I didn't know. It's already currently available to approximately 400,000 homes in the metro area. And uh, the difference between Gigabit Pro and our, uh, well, it can't be in the metro area. This is probably, he said, in the market. I I suppose that's U.S. overall, right? Do you know, Tim? Yeah. Yes, that is. I, I don't believe that the Gigabit has been rolled out here locally yet. Okay. Okay. It's been announced, but I don't believe it's. Uh, and it was a one gigabit service, which it was announced instead of two, which it's they are right, in other right. markets rolling but what, out. But what he did talk about was that Doxus three point one, the next iteration of cable modem technology, that one gigabit service announced this week um, is delivered over their existing infrastructure, and it's going to be available to all homes in the Twin City service area once they launch it. Including the Borsch household. Including the Borsch household. And I actually said, I asked him specifically, I said, okay, I have Comcast business and we didn't get a speed bump the last time. What's going to happen this time? And and all he said was, well, this uh, is 3.1 gigabit tier is uh, a residential only offering. So I may have to roll back to residential <laughs> instead of business. But the thing is, is that a residential service call can take up to two days. And a business class service call you call four and a half hours they're going to be there between the time you call and and four and a half hours has elapsed and uh, yeah if you're since you're running your business in your house it's it's probably a good investment yeah you know because you're sort of out of business if you don't have internet right yeah yeah well, yes, Julio did have another story. I just stuck this in here just to, he's prolific this week. Just to uh, check with you, uh, Steve, if you got a uh, iPhone Seven Plus yet? I do because because he talks about the two cameras and he has examples of why it's a wonderful camera. Well, 
So I, I absolutely love it. The kicker is, is that I also bought the new Nikon D500, which is the, the most awesome camera I've ever owned. It's the- But she'll never use it now, so. Well, no, but you know, you know what? <laughs> it's it's um, um, as awesome as the iPhone 7 is in the camera. You know, can't hold a candle to the D500. But, right. you know, the old adage is, what's the best camera? It's the one you got with you. Yeah, exactly. And it's always with me, so I'm taking snaps with it all the time, and they're pretty damn good. And even yeah. though this portrait mode, you know, the the uh, the depth of field. Right, where uh, you get bokeh. Where, where, yeah, the faux bokeh. Um, it's well, it looks still, it's, as long as the as long as the image you're taking is well-defined, then the background will be nice and blurry, and you won't have a lot of overlap. But um, it's pretty doggone good. I mean, it's a, it's a phone for God's sakes, you know, when you look at these little teeny little camera lenses and, and yet it still looks great. Um, yep. So if you look at this story, we also see what kind of beer that Julio drinks. Oh, really? Yep. Summit. And then some other brand I've never heard of called, uh, indeed. You haven't Mid heard of indeed? Midnight I have Rider. not. That's right up the street from us. So it, huh. it's, okay. <laughs> interesting. It's in that North, it's in that Northeast loop. Well, I'll have to pick some up. Yeah, you gots to. You gots to. So yep. he's kind uh, of a, he's kind of a beer snob. Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's another one for you, Steve. The uh, the yeah, watch but, band where yeah, you can do face uh, FaceTime. <laughs> it basically turns the Apple it, it turns the <laughs> Apple watch into that awful Samsung watch that they Remember <laughs> right. that all, yeah. all I can say is Dick Tracy, were he real, would be flipping around in his grave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this looks yeah. like just uh, that's foolish, yeah. is what it is. A bad idea, well executed though. Yeah. Well, have you ever made a phone call on your Apple Watch? I don't have an Apple Watch, so so no. Yeah, Phil, have you? Have I what? I made a phone made, call on my or Apple even watch? answered a call on your? I answered. I've answered one um, when I was driving because my wrist was ringing and I didn't have my phone. My wrist ready. was ringing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we've done it quite a bit, especially when we're on our walks and your phones, my wife tucks her phone away and she gets a call from one of her sisters and she'll talk on the phone. And it's just so funny to watch her holding her wrist up to her face. But, you know, this little teeny speaker in there, there's a little teeny microphone. The kicker is, is people on the other end don't know the difference. They go, yeah, you sound just like you do on your phone. So yeah. that's pretty interesting. It's just that it's tough to hear. I, in fact, I wish there was a, um, um, you know, connector on here or some way to wirelessly connect up uh, earphones uh, to uh, the watch because that would that would help. But uh, you can get those uh, when they when they ship, which they haven't shipped yet. Those AirPods, you yeah. can get those maybe January. They apparently work dreamily with the Apple Watch. Seriously? Seriously? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. They're supposed to be really good. Huh. Of course, not shipping yet. Did you say dreamily? Dreamily. Yeah. Dreamily. Interesting. Okay. Dreamily. Nice. Just like a dream. So you're it's like just a dream. Like you wake up and you say, hey, I've got these funky uh, ear pods in my ear. Wireless AirPods, I guess they call them. Cool. Nice. So, All right. Very nice. Uh, have you have you seen uh, now LastPass is now free on mobile, folks? Yeah, so this was going to be my uh, my cool thing of the week, but I saw it in the notes before I was able to do it. So yeah, this is uh, this is a big deal. It's so big there's deal. No, no excuse. I'm kind of a little yeah, exactly. miffed because my subscription runs out tomorrow, but I paid early. 
How great. And then I find out it's going to be free. So I, I don't think they're going to send me my $12 back. So it's going to be free everywhere? Because I, I wonder. On all your no, devices. But on all your devices, which was uh, a premium thing before. Yeah. It is yeah. It is worth paying the $12 a year. Yes, though, just it is. Development, really. Right. It really is. And, and I've been like, doing yeah. it for years. So. Yeah. Same. So. Yeah. I'm with you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So there is no excuse not to use it now. Right. And you know, all you cheap people. Yeah. Everyone, everyone within uh, shouting distance of my microphone at this exact moment in time. Yeah. Needs to have a password manager. That's Um, right. I just signed up. It's almost like uh, one of those, uh, those tips, security tips you used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the one with the horses? I do remember those. You remember that? Yeah. I just, I, uh, uh, about a month ago, I signed up a new client and, um, and the horses went uh, off. No, or, the no. the um, the woman who runs the the I got to be careful so keeps she's listening. But the woman who runs it um, uh, did my secure form on our site to send me in the credentials, and there were nine different services, you know, big ones, um, and the password was exactly the same for all of them. Oops. And we had a little chat, and she goes, "Well, I can't keep track of all those." Well, yes, you yeah, can. I said, well, yeah. And she, she wanted me to do a training session for her on how to use LastPass. And, oh, geez, I can't. There you go. For a nominal that. fee, you'd be happy to, Steve. Yeah, but it just it'll, it takes time. took yeah. me months to, or now maybe not months, but, <clears throat> excuse me, weeks to help my wife get through all of it. But Yeah. So... All right. Well, listen, oh, well. Uh, you know, I was uh, helping my my wife the other day. We were in the kitchen. I kind of helping her put stuff away and came across our, our tinfoil. I said, look at all the hats that I could make for Steve right here. That's I knew, right. I knew you were going to. As soon as I saw this article in the notes, I said, they're going to they're going to they're going to tease me about wearing a tinfoil hat. <laughs> I just wanted to be a big guy. <laughs> And then I saw this story this week, and I said, "Hmm." So I never knew that there were these uh, ultrasonic signals that that are uh, tracking that you. are tracking us. Tell, so, tell us about it, Tim. So is this is this uh, is this correct, Steve? I mean, I saw this in Wired, so it's got to be you know fairly credible. First, it's not like one of those conspiracy. Why don't, why don't you introduce the um, the concept of the article, and then I will respond. Well, okay. So the article says that amongst other things, there's these ultrasonic cross device uh, <laughs> tracking embeds. They're high frequency tones. They're inaudible in advertisements, web pages, and even physical locations like retail stores. And it's driving so these like, oh, beacons no. emit audio sequences. So how is this different from the Bluetooth beacons? Right. It's sort of like a Bluetooth beacon, but with with inaudible sounds, which presumably your dog can hear. <laughs> And, well, and she's not happy. I'm telling you. That's yeah. right. They're howling and they're like, well, we're just, you know, we're walking around here. What's going on? Well, first of all, this is absolutely correct. Wow. Um, that these that these uh, ultrasonic sounds are emitted and then picked up by the microphone in your device. Where is my? And so they can really? track. Yep. They, so they can track. Um, so even if you have things turned off and they can, they can um, find another way to connect with you and detect those signals this doesn't make me happy no this is this is horrible yeah well i'm gonna just, go back to a flip phone now well but just remember um and you know when you go to a website the website 
can access the type of device you're on. I mean, you can see this in Google Analytics, but, you know, the kind of computer or device you're on, the browser you're using, what extensions you've got loaded, um, yada, 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 right? And this was originally set up, you know, the agent and the agent profile of the type of browser, you know, if you're using Safari or Chrome or Internet Explorer or whatever, it was originally set up so that um, it would be easy to troubleshoot problems that people were having. Um, because you could immediately see a profile. So if the same people were hiccuping on things when they accessed your website, you could identify it. Well, now you can identify it, but you're identifying the actual device, and each one has a unique quote-unquote fingerprint based on all sorts of attributes. And um, even if somebody has used something like Ghostery or uBlock Origin to block ads, you can still use these audio beacons to profile the device. And um, uh, then you can do it every time this device goes somewhere. And so, you know, you think about stuff like the Tor browser and using a VPN to hide yourself and all of that. It's like, it's getting harder and harder to hide yourself. Dude, you're scared. So, yeah. Well, that's why I think we should do our podcast with fax machines and typewriters. So we'll just we'll type everything up, and then anybody that wants to know what we're thinking about, we'll just fax them. We'll fax it to them. Yeah, sure. What do you think? Well, you know the the world is turning into a scary place because of this internet and all these pocket computers. You know it is. I think we should go back to the way it was. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, legal pads. That's right. That's <laughs> legal right. pads and pens. That's what I'm going back to. <laughs> Well, I got to tell you that it was funny when I was working at um, this uh, janitorial service when I was in college, and we went over to Shampoo Carpets at Toro, and I remember walking by and looking at the IBM machines with punch cards. And this was like in, in the late 70s, no, you know, 76, 77, and, um, and you think, boy, Things sure change during the personal computer revolution, but still, um, how far we've come in in a short period of time. Anyway. Anywho. I'll stop reminiscing now. Let's talk about cool stuff. Cool things of the the week. Cool things of the week. Who wants to start? Who wants to start? Let's start with Tim. Okay. So, as I said before, it was going to be the free last pass. But because it was already put in the notes as a story, we already talked about it, I put in that the Cubs won the World Series for the first time in 108 years. That was a pretty cool thing. That was, that pretty, was a very cool yeah, thing. Yeah. And it was a great game seven. Uh, I mean, really, the last three games that they won were excellent games. And uh, it was well-earned. Yes, it was a great time. Did you watch it, Steve? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I more watched uh, interviews with Bill Murray, <laughs> yeah. who was just was going really wild up in the – well, I don't know if you guys know, but last weekend, you know, he was given the Mark Twain – Yep. Uh, uh, award Prize. for yeah. um, comedy, 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 American oh, comedy. And um, uh, he had jokingly said, but he was totally serious that had the Cubs not won, uh, he probably wouldn't have been there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that was a, it was a great time. So yeah, that was a great, cool thing of the week. And yeah. some of the, some of the videos that are coming out um, have been really great. I don't know if you've, I've seen the, the one, the mashup where they basically uh, had Harry Carey call the last game. No, last, no, I can yeah, see the that. Last out. Yeah, it was really very good. So. All right, I'll go look at that. 
right. Uh, Steve. Me? Okay, should, I'll go next. Say, or should I say Mr. Beaver? Mr. Beaver. So um, there is a plugin for WordPress, and you yeah. can get the free version, but the pro version's better, uh, called WP Beaver Builder. And it's a page builder. And I have for years uh, been against visual page builders because they end up leaving um, spurious plugin or uh, short codes and everything throughout all your content. Yeah. They've just been a mess. And Beaver Builder took a completely new approach, which is they modify the content and the layout and all of that, but the content stays pure and it's still there. So if you can re relay it out, this thing is the closest thing I've ever used to a page layout program, like a page page maker or cork express or Adobe InDesign for the web. Yeah. So does this work as a plugin to WordPress? So you're in oh, the back yeah. end of WordPress and you're just uh, laying this out the site. Well, you, uh, you normally where you, um, have the visual editor, you have visual and text. Right. Well, so this is sort end. of like visual composer and similar plugins. Similar that, to that. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's the best coded one. And I looked at all of huh. them and, um, there's a third party e oh. extension ecosystem that's popped up around these guys. And anyway, the point being is that, uh, we did a site for, uh, all the company shall remain nameless. Um, but it took uh, about one sixth the time that it would have been to do in any other way, and we were able to do so much more for them. And then we also did one where um, a client had a uh, WordPress multi-site, and they had started off creating new subsites, just cloning them and creating new subsites for each one of their new customers, and that took you know four or five days for each one. And now uh, with Beaver Builder, we were able to set up uh, the same thing uh, for them using the Beaver Builder templates that we created. And uh, now it takes them five minutes to put together a new customer. Huh. And so it's like, you know, that was, a, that was a bit of a time savings. So it's pretty sweet. Anyway, Phil, your turn, buddy. Okay. <laughs> You're going to give me shit about this. I know you are. Yeah, this is a little funny. I was I was chuckling before because I was looking at Phil's thing of the week as you were talking about Beaver Builder. <laughs> and I thought it was rather hilarious. Okay. Today, I just All wanted right. to share with you the uh, the my cool thing of the week is called Fin. Uh, F-I-N. Fin. F-I-N, which makes uh, – which what makes this uh, special is that it is the first – it is Kickstarter's first sex toy. Uh, so if it you're a, if you're a follower of Kickstarter and some of the things that they they do on Kickstarter, uh, then you'll probably want to check this out. If nothing else, to be curious, this is the this is a uh, a vibrator for fingers. It's uh, made by a, a group of uh, women called Dame. Um, they've built uh, other products. Uh, similar to this, uh, but this is their first Kickstarter uh, campaign. So huh. check it out. Um, and how do these work, Phil? Can you can you enlighten us? <laughs> I think it's just it would be best just to check it out online. But it's uh, okay. ergonomically designed for your fingers. I'll leave it at that. So got uh, it. the found the founders. The one of them is uh, got a master's in sexual health from Columbia, and the others got a mechanical engineering degree from MIT. <laughs> so. <laughs> What better thing to do than make some sex toys? They are serious. 
And they are serious about it. And uh, yeah, they are. And they've already hit their goal. They they had a fifty thousand dollar goal. They have twenty day, twenty eight days left, and they're already at seventy four thousand dollars. So there is. Uh, I <laughs> I personally like the little uh, the little leash that you can have on it. So you know, it's it's it, you don't drop it. At, <laughs> When things get crazed, so well there you they've, go. they've yep. made their their goal. So this will definitely be built, and there's just another 28 days to go. Yeah, Phil, so, I know uh, what you can get Tim now for Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so there you yeah. go. I thought you, know, it was you get me, you get me Beaver Builder. There Beaver you go. Builder there you and go. Tim at the same time. <laughs> go for it. So there you have it. Got it. Uh, All right. So any new upcoming events, guys, that we have missed? We don't, we no, we don't have there? anything in there now. You know, this time of year, things start to slow down, obviously, because right. right. um, the holidays are fast approaching. Uh, I think but, uh, what's coming up close is uh, is the uh, We Made It um, by MN Cup coming right. up. Um, on the 7th. On the 7th, which is uh, Monday. So check yeah. that out. And that's over at Clockwork. So, and then to check out what we've got on the rest of the site. So, I'm sure there'll be other things going on this week, and we'll probably talk about it next week on the Minivate Gang Podcast. Be safe out there, folks. Take care, guys. Don't forget to vote. Yeah.